0: In the news this week, politicians on the Isle of Man have supported a bill to allow euthanasia on the island. The Christian Institute cautions against changes to legislation on extremism that may threaten religious freedom. And six sets of conjoined twins gather to celebrate their lives and progress. Hello. Manx politicians have backed plans to allow doctors to prescribe or administer lethal drugs at the request of patients. Members of the Isle of Man's House of Keys passed Alex Allenson's Assisted Dying Bill, a second reading, by 17 votes to 7. The bill would enable residents over the age of 18 who have mental capacity and are not expected to live beyond six months to be lawfully provided with assistance to end their life. Speaking against the proposals, Chief Minister Alfred Cannon told members there is no evidence of a mandate, and Kate Lord Brennan criticised the lack of detail in the bill, stating that she had seen longer legislation for animals and for vehicles. Dr Gordon MacDonald, CEO of the Care Not Killing Alliance, urged politicians on the Crown dependency to pull back from this dangerous and ideological policy. While killing is cheap, providing high quality palliative care and supporting people at the end is not, but this is what we would urge the members of the House of Keys focus on. Members are expected to vote next week to progress Allenson's bill to more detailed consideration. The Christian Institute has warned that proposed changes to legislation on terrorism and extremism could threaten rather than protect religious freedom. Following pro-Hamas protests across the UK, the Department for Leveling Up, Housing and Communities is said to be working on a new definition of the term extremism and considering a renewed focus on British values. Reports suggest the new definition could include groups and individuals whose behaviour helps create a climate conducive to terrorism, hate crime and other violence. The Institute's Head of Research, David Greatorex, said Christians need to be wary.
1: Defining extremism for the purposes of the criminal law in a way that doesn't cut across legitimate free speech and religious liberty is is very difficult. This was the problem Theresa May faced with the proposed counter extremism bill several years ago. No workable definition of extremism was ever produced. And so the bill itself was never brought forward. And even the non statute definition uh, referring to British values. Well, that was highly controversial when it was first applied uh, in schools through Ofsted inspections. Uh, We saw Orthodox Jewish schools being taken to task uh, by Ofsted over not teaching about same-sex marriage, and and Christian schools uh, faced hostile inspections as well. So there's understandable concern about how Christians and Jews would fare uh, under any new proposals. If the government is going to take action in this this whole area of extremism and British values, it must uh, avoid overly broad drafting. Uh, that can have unintended consequences for religious freedom as we've seen in the past.
0: The Director of Affinity has urged the Prime Minister to resist pressure to introduce a conversion therapy law. Despite speculation that the government would drop the plans, a draft bill is now expected. On behalf of Affinity's network of over 1200 churches, Reverend Graham Nichols, warned that any such legislation, however well-intentioned, would criminalise most ordinary Christians and church leaders for expressing mainstream orthodox beliefs. Even a private conversation between two friends on the topic could fall foul of such a law. The practical effect of the bill will be to conflate the historic Christian teaching on sexuality and gender with abuse. Families of conjoined twins, who were told their children would die in the womb, have gathered to celebrate their progress. Six sets of conjoined twins attended a Great Ormond Street Hospital party, including 11-year-olds Ruby and Rosie with their mum, Angela Formosa. We were told they wouldn't survive the pregnancy, and possibly not after surgery, and now they are at secondary school and doing incredibly well. It's really nice for them to see other twins that started out life the way they did, because there are so few of them. In an interview with BBC News, the girls spoke of their joy at being sisters. We're separated now and they wouldn't really think that we were conjoined like that. We do fight a lot, we do scream at each other a lot, we get mad at each other, but then we always still have that bond that we know we'll be sisters forever and we'll love each other forever and we'll care for each other forever. And finally, Rugby World Cup winner Sia Khaleesi has praised God after South Africa secured a record-breaking fourth title. The Springboks captain posted an image of himself on Instagram wearing wristbands with the name Jesus and referenced the team's second consecutive Webb Ellis Cup with the caption, same God. Speaking to Premier, National Director of Sports Chaplaincy, South Africa, Bruce Naden spoke of Khaleesi's Christian faith His growth as a disciple of Jesus has been amazing. It's so easy to go out on the field, you know, and say, I give all the glory and honour to God, etc, etc, when you're winning. But what I'd say about Sia is that he's authentically trying to live out his faith. But he warned Christians to remember such athletes are ordinary, everyday pilgrims seeking to work out what it means to follow Jesus. So I'd say pray for them. Pray that they wouldn't find their identity primarily in their performance or in what people say about them or in their celebrity or in what they possess, but that they would find it secure in the person of Jesus. Well, that's all for this week. For regular updates and information on all of our stories, plus much more, visit our website at christian.org.uk. Until next time, goodbye.